the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. program. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. We get to begin a new week together. Um, it's amazing. Time just keeps going and program keeps going. So thanks for tuning in. We appreciate that you take part of your day and spend it with us. Uh, the purpose of this show, of course, is to answer your questions about Jesus, to answer your questions about the Bible. Uh, whatever you're going through, whatever's going on in your life, we'll do the best that we can to answer your questions. Let me get our phone numbers out of the way because we've got a lot to talk about today. 340-9585 for your live calls and questions. That's 340-9585. You can also call us toll free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. We've got some good ones that have been sent in. Or you can send them in using our free Calvary Chapel mobile app. If you're driving in your car and want to call, the safest way to do it is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the Call Now button, and you will be connected directly to the studio. Uh, Because it's Friday, or I mean, because it's Monday... Uh, very quickly, we've got our men's, women's, and youth Bible studies going on tonight. The ladies' portion, uh, it'll sort of be a reflection of our pastor's wives' retreat. Uh, that starts at 7 o'clock. Child care is provided. Uh, pastor Ken will be teaching the men. And uh, Pastor Nelly, our high school pastor, will be teaching the high school age youth. All of that at 7 o'clock. Uh, we worship together, and then people kind of separate into their own areas. So all of that tonight at 7 o'clock. Okay, it is Joy of Jesus Week. I told you I've been talking about it a lot. It's Joy of Jesus Week. Uh, That means on Saturday we get the opportunity to go out and minister to uh, the people that God loves, the people for whom he died. Think about that for a moment. We're going to have the opportunity to tell people who are really, really, really struggling in life. We're going to have the opportunity to talk to others who may think everything is just fine. And yet, they're still missing something. I always think of the rich young ruler when I go out to Joy of Jesus. You know, well, well, what am I still lacking? And we get to share with them the treasure of the good news of Jesus Christ. We get to share the only answers for the lost, the hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, the confused. And believe me, this Saturday at Travis Park, they will all be there. We would love to have you in the radio audience Uh, Many of you have already contacted us. We've had some of you pop in at church and say, you're going to be at Joy of Jesus. We'd love to have you out there. Just just watch what the Lord is going to do. It is an amazing afternoon, or actually morning and afternoon. Um, This Saturday, October the 28th, at Travis Park, downtown San Antonio, from 11 o'clock until 3 o'clock. And I'll let my guest uh, speak more uh, in detail regarding all of the things that are going on there. Now, I said I had a guest. My guest is Pastor Juan Ortiz, who is our outreach pastor, but um, basically he is in charge of everything related to Joy of Jesus. He also teaches here at school. He speeches, uh, teaches Spanish and uh, for our junior high and high schoolers. 
and um, Pastor Juan's been around for a long time. Juan, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Pop. Um, uh, it is a pleasure hanging out with you this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so let's but before we get to Joy Jesus, sure. because we'll talk a lot about that. And by the way, we'll still take your questions uh, and phone calls as well. Um, in fact, why don't we do that first, even before we start? We got an early phone call, so rather than keep her on the line, Catherine, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Hi, how are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. Keep her on the line, Catherine. Awesome. Um, okay, so I'm just really, I'm having a bit of a struggle understanding my relationship with God, and I just want to know if you have anything to like help me understand like how I can further establish this relationship with him. I, I can can you can you give me just a little bit of information regarding the type of struggle you're having, Catherine? I'm just under like not really understanding like everybody says they they talk to God Mm-hmm. and that God told them this, and they told them yeah. that, and, you know, I'm just not getting that. <laughs> okay. Catherine, can I ask you a question? Are you born-again Christian? I I don't know. Okay. Okay, I, I can help. You know, I guess, uh, I guess you could follow that. Okay. Well, I can help, so feel free to butt in if you have any questions or anything that I say uh, prompts another question. Uh, first of all, the only way to 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 engage... Or, or to deepen a relationship with somebody. You know, we, we, when we all meet God uh, through Jesus Christ, we're, He's a stranger to us. Um, right. We can be grateful because He saved our lives, He died for our sins, uh, but at the same time, we don't know Him. And so the only way to, to, to enrich the relationship is to spend time with Him to talk to him, to open his word, open the Bible, get to know who he is. It's like a human relationship, Catherine. Uh, If you you meet somebody the very first time, uh, your conversation's a little strained and a little bit awkward, but the more you spend time with them, the more you get to know them, and the more that you pour your heart out toward them so they can get to know you better, the relationship becomes less awkward and a bunch more comfortable. It is exactly the same way with Jesus. Uh, he knows everything about you, but you don't know everything about him. So you, 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 you begin slowly developing a relationship simply by investing in it. Uh, I try to spend, Catherine, and I'm not a super spiritual person, but I try to spend all day, every day with him, talking to him. Uh, when I'm doing my work, when I'm walking or out running or whatever it is I'm doing, uh, I, I try to remember and focus very, very heavily on the fact that he's right here with me. I can't see him, but I know he's here. And, and it would be rude not to talk to somebody who's right there with you. So I talk to him. Uh, I make my request known to God. My heart is grateful. So Paul says I can do that. Um, and, and it's just a matter of investing in relationship. Now, let me say something that I think is important for you to understand. When a lot of Christians say that God talks to us, Many times they don't know what they're talking about. Um, um, a relationship has to be um, um, developed over a period of time. The way that God will talk to you initially, Catherine, is in His Word. The Bible is living and active. That's just a, a, a Christian way of saying it's alive. It will meet you where you are. And if you open the Bible every day and just spend some time um, ask the Lord, say, speak to my heart. Read it systematically. You know, I read Genesis last week. Okay. And did, did the Lord speak to your heart about anything? I think so. Whenever it kind of like jumped around a lot. Um, but what I kind of got was that he was really invested in his relationships. Like he constantly tested them. And <laughs> I feel like that, you know, I feel like yeah. that really kind of had they had to prove their loyalty yeah well it's it's not yeah it's not proving their loyalty when god tests us Catherine, what he's doing is he's he's revealing to us not him because he knows everything he's revealing to us where our heart is for example as you read um genesis um uh, he tested adam and eve in the in the garden Um, uh, be, because he, 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 they needed to know 
where the heart was right after the fall. You know, God was looking for them. Adam, Adam, where art thou, Adam? And he goes, well, I'm over here. We're hiding because we're naked and we're ashamed. Uh, and, and instantly, of course, God knew what they had done. The same thing happens with Abraham. The same thing happens uh, throughout the entire uh, book of Genesis. In fact, throughout the entire Bible. Uh, but, but it's to reveal our heart towards God because we need to know. So it, it's just a matter of that. Let me give you a suggestion, and I think this will really help you. If you will start uh, this week in the book of John, in the Gospel of John, okay. um, read, read, just try to read a chapter a day. Don't make it some big onerous effort, but, but, but just read a chapter a day. Read it slowly. If you've got time, and I don't know what your schedule is, but if you've got time, read each chapter maybe a couple of times. And in the process, prayerfully while you're reading it, what you want to do is ask the Lord to, re- to speak to your heart. And he will do that. Okay. Sometimes, Catherine, it'll be like the, the words are jumping off the page. You'll get to a place where you'll just know that this is God answering a question that you have. And that's how you begin this process. Is it like, once is it like palpitations? Well, no, not necessarily palpitations. It's just remember that the Holy Spirit who wrote the book is right there with you reading it. And it's almost like a little kid, and, and I don't mean to be disrespectful to the Holy Spirit, to be sure, but it's almost like a little kid saying, uh, listen, Daddy, I've got something to say to you. I've got something to say to you. And, and, and I promise you, you'll recognize it. But don't okay. get impatient for that. Invest in getting to know who he is. If you would view the Gospel of John like, like Jesus' love letter to you. Um, I'm a, a legal pad person, so I've always got a legal pad on my desk. And when, when I have questions, I write those questions down. And then later in the course of reading, the Lord will answer those questions. So he's speaking to you. He's giving directions Later, as your relationship develops, he'll begin using his word and what you've put into your heart. He'll begin using his word to start speaking to you in very specific situations. So um, please don't be discouraged by Christians. We've got a whole Christianese language that people speak, and and it, it, it causes difficulty at times. We say, well, God told me this or God told me that. If it doesn't line up with God's word, God didn't say it. So... Uh, just don't be impatient. Just respond obediently to what you do understand in the Bible. And the stuff that you don't understand, just sort of make notes and follow away, and God will give you more clarity on those things later. And as you begin to talk to Jesus, you'll get more and more comfortable. Um, he'll be speaking more and more to you. And again, it's not an audible thing. It's not not emotions or goosebumps no, or palpitations. It's not, like, it's not like schizophrenia, right? Like No. Okay. It, it would only be schizophrenia if Jesus wasn't real, but Jesus proved he was real by dying and not staying dead. And he said that I will send another me to live in you, the Holy Spirit, the okay. Spirit of truth. So he's there. It's just in another form. And, um, you, you know, I used to be really self-conscious, especially at the beginning, Catherine. I would be really self-conscious about walking around talking to Jesus and people think I was crazy and stuff like that. I don't care anymore. I'd rather spend time hanging out with Jesus than anything else. And you're going to find that developing this relationship is the richest and the deepest thing that you've ever invested in. And it will throw your heart because he will throw your heart. He loves you. He wants you to know how much he loves you. He wants to know how special you are. And, and he wants to spend time with you. Out of all of the people on the earth, he'll make you feel like you're his only project. And it's a wonderful, wonderful place that you are with the Lord. So uh, read, read. maybe you get a couple, three chapters of John uh, written. And then maybe call back and let's talk about what God's been speaking to you. Does that help you? Yes. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure, Catherine. Thank you. God bless you. Three four zero ninety five eighty five. If anybody else has any calls and questions, now let's get back to Joy of Jesus and Pastor Juan. Pastor Juan, I was going to ask before we start talking about Joy of Jesus. Sure. How long have you been with me? Uh, I have been with you for eighteen long years <laughs> of see, servitude. <laughs> and see, I, I was young when we met. Look what you've done we were, to me. We were young. <laughs> we were young. <laughs> uh, I've been here eighteen years. Um, Actually, I've been in San Antonio for 22 years, and out of those 22 years, I've been coming to the church for 18 years. 
I've been married to my wife for 22 of those years. I've known her for 26 years. I've got a 21-year-old son, a 20-year-old daughter. Um, the Lord grabbed the whole of our hearts and placed us in this little church here in Universal City. Uh, first week coming here, I thought, this is not a church. <laughs> and the Lord says, he, you know, he, he spoke to our hearts and said, just be quiet and listen. And, and I, we did. We, we sat down and began to listen to God's Word, and we fell in love with God's Word, and we allowed, we permitted the Holy Spirit to change our hearts, which is incredible. We permitted the Holy Spirit to change our hearts. And as we continue to just give in to Him, uh, we, the, the changes in our lives were so noticeable. And not only the changes, but our desires were just... I wanted to please him. I wanted to, we wanted to serve him. And that's what we've been doing these 18 years uh, here at Calvary Chapel San Antonio. We've been wherever there's a need and we, you know, we, we can help. We can, you know, we're there. My wife, she, um, Lachelle, she has been in the worship team for almost 18 of those years. Uh, I've been, as you mentioned before, I've been a, a school teacher for probably 12, maybe more years here at the academy at the Free Academy that we have here. And um, and I've also, you know, you, you put me in charge of this uh, Joy Jesus Outreach. <laughs> uh, and for the past, I think, almost 12 years, uh, I've been doing just that. And it just, it just, it's just incredible. I, I don't think I've ever been this busy ever in my life. But let me tell you something, <laughs> I love it. I live for this stuff. <laughs> and and we've, we've done Joy of Jesus on smaller versions, yes. of course. Uh, in in Mexico and in Scotland and in London and and uh, just Washington, uh, Washington San Juan. State, yeah, di different states in this in this yeah. this country. Yeah, it, it, everywhere we go, and obviously, you know, we can't do everything that we do uh, here at Travis Park to these other places. But uh, that's exactly right. We've done it um, in so many different places. And what's interesting about that is that the the churches that ask us, or the groups of people that ask us to to do that, uh, to help them in, in these events, uh, they begin, begin to do the same thing. They, you know, they, obviously they put their own spin to it, and they, you know, they, uh, they ask the Lord, you know, how they're able to minister to their particular people, demographical people there, and, and it's really exciting to see other people get excited uh, in just loving people, and it's, you know, our, our example, the example that we give them, it's, it's just, uh, it's incredible, it's amazing. But before I think I think what we're probably going to do is wait till the second half of the program to really talk about the details about sure. Joy of Jesus. So why, why don't you share now? If the rumors are true, now it's hard for me to believe. Oh it, my goodness! Here we go. But if the rumors are true, before you got saved, you weren't a nice guy. I I wasn't <laughs> a nice guy. Um, you know, growing up in a uh, growing up in a so-called quote-unquote Christian church. Uh, and I'm not going to mention the denomination, but in look in experiencing the the hypocrisy at home as a kid, you know, my parents um, living one way and doing something completely different uh, at church uh, really just turned me off to to God. I, I hated everything about it. I, I began to really despise, specifically my father, and for years I would even pray to God to to take him out, to, to kill him. And so I, I grew up with this hatred towards my father. And I tried to do outdo him in everything that he uh, that he did. I tried to do better than him, have more than he did. And and, and that was never enough. It just I was never satisfied. I, had, I still had this hatred, this bitterness towards him. And then when I met uh, my wife uh, years ago, uh, she was 14, I was 16, we sort of fell in love and, and for a few months, and she left to Alabama. I got kicked out of the house at 16. Let, let me know. <laughs> was, she, was she as cute at 14 as she is now? Uh, she she actually looks a whole lot better now. <laughs> you should have seen her at 14 with those big old glasses that she had. <laughs> well, I can't say, I, I got to say the same thing about me, too. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, and uh, she left, and for about five years, she did her own thing. I did her own. And then we got together again after five years, and uh, I thought, well, wow, this is incredible. You know, um, I, I still wasn't saved. I still was the same person. I was into drugs and the party scene and just living a, a completely selfish life. Uh, Shell eventually ended up getting pregnant. 
and I told her to abort the baby. Uh, I was in Virginia at the time, so I sent her back to San Antonio, and uh, her mom consented to it. She said, yep, this is going to ruin you guys' life, specifically yours, let's show. So go ahead and get it done. And she was there with her legs propped up on the stirrups, and they're about to administer the uh, saline solution. And she just jumped out. She couldn't do it. And um, and I'm glad that that didn't happen because that's Johnny. That's my, my oldest son. You know, and, and for, for everybody in the audience, just to stop for a moment and think. You know, in the Psalms, uh, David writes these Psalms, and he writes them, some things that are so profound. You you hear the word say law, and it's just sort of a, a take a break and think about this yeah. for a moment. <laughs> we need to take a break and think about this. Uh, Johnny, your your yeah. firstborn, um, uh, graduated from school here. He is. Um, um, in pre-med, he's, yeah. he's doing great. Uh, imagine he wouldn't be here. And my life would be so different and so empty, I think. You know um, You know what the sad thing about that whole thing, too, was that we tried to abort my daughter Jackie, too. Uh, things got so bad in our relationship, my wife and I relationship, that I, uh, I wanted to kill her. I mean, I, I would have dreams of actually killing her. I thought that the only way that I could actually have peace uh, was to get rid of her. She, uh, for whatever reason, it just, now I know that it, this was all the, the spiritual, uh, but I, I focus all of my anger, all of my bitterness, everything, all of my hatred towards her. And I thought that by getting rid of her, I was going to end up having this peace that I truly crave. One of the, I remember one time back in Virginia before my wife got pregnant, I was so stoned out of my mind, uh, and my wife, who I got involved into, into drugs with me, uh, she she laid beside me, and she asked me, what, 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 I don't understand the direction of your life. And then she wasn't a born-again Christian by any stretch of the imagination. And said, so what is it that you want? And I remember telling her, I just want peace. But... That piece didn't come until years later, right, five or six years later. And um, in an upstairs bathroom, so when even she gave, she had given her life to the Lord, and you really should hear her story, actually. <laughs> uh, but um, she gave her life to the Lord. She was, for a few months, she was cleaning the house and cooking, and the kids were fed and they were washed. And it was just amazing, the transformation. And I, I loved it. I enjoyed it because... I didn't have to argue with her. I didn't have to ask her to do things. But she was just doing them because she wanted to. And so I was sort of reaping the rewards of what God had done in her life. Uh, but there were I was still angry at her. I was still bitter. I was still hateful. And uh, one evening, she had uh, her mother take my, my kids out. And she said, and I, I just looking at the situation and, and looking at her facial expression, I knew that she was... She was going to drop a bomb on me, <laughs> and uh, she uh, she went ahead and says, "I said, look, Joe. I said, I think I know what's going on here, but everything is perfect. I, there's really nothing you need to tell me." And she says, "No, I really need to sit down and talk to." You. And so she began to pour out all of these things that she had done in the past. I don't, and I don't know why. And and I remember just getting furious and, and just wanting to really strangle her but I couldn't and I went upstairs after she unloaded on me she was crying uh, later on she told me that she knew she was going to die that evening <laughs> and um, I you know I was psyching myself out uh, to come downstairs and, 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 and kill her and, and, and for I don't know how long I just wrestled with the idea of doing this and then God said Juan you can go downstairs and do this or just give up and I did. I, I gave up. And uh, from that moment on, it was uh, my life has completely changed. Did, did you ever dream that you'd be Pastor Juan? Did you ever dream oh. that you'd have these <laughs> precious high school and junior high school students that uh, it, you'd be able to influence their lives? This is so far from my imagination. I couldn't have dreamt this up if I wanted to. And, and the, here's the thing. The satisfaction that I have... Uh, coming here uh, every single day and, and, and being with my, my kids here at school, 
Uh, you know, I tell people I shouldn't get paid. I shouldn't be getting paid for this. Not that I get paid a whole lot, <laughs> but I shouldn't be getting paid. <laughs> you do work for me. After <laughs> That's right. <a> while. <laughs> and so it's it truly it is true. Uh, you know, um, Satan has come to seek uh, and to destroy, uh, but he, Jesus, has come to uh, give us abundant life. And that's what I've been experience, uh, experiencing here with you and everyone else that I serve alongside uh, for the past 18 years. And, and uh, Johnny's in college and Jackie graduated from high school. She's working. Yeah. And Johnny's got uh, one more semester. He graduates and hopefully he'll end up going to med school and Jackie might end up uh, uh, starting uh, next semester in school. She wanted a year off and we gave it to her, but uh, they're doing okay. And your marriage, you and got, my you marriage got a beautiful is, wife. My my <laughs> wife hasn't, my wife hasn't aged. Uh, it's incredible. You know, that's the th- that's the thing. You know, all the g- incredible benefits that come with uh, following Jesus. It it, se- it just seems like my wife hasn't aged, or it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> you know the thing I love the most, I, of course, I love Lachelle. She's our daughter. Yeah. But but your your best friend. That's exactly right. And that's what you need when the kids are getting ready to fly the coop. Oh my goodness, yes. Pretty soon yours are. <laughs> hey, you can hear the music within the first half hour. We're going to spend some time talking about joy of Jesus on the other side of the break, but we will still take any live calls and questions. 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR. We will be back in two minutes. to the word to stand on for life we're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR now here's pastor ron arbaugh welcome back to the second half of the program you know we've talked about joy jesus uh, at the top of the program we don't we, i thought this would be a great opportunity if you get to know pastor juan just a little bit so now pastor juan we're going to talk about joy of jesus remember we'll take your live calls and questions at 340-9585 pastor juan what 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 should somebody expect when they when they uh, drop get dropped off at the park mm-hmm. uh saturday october 20th 11 o'clock till three o'clock What's it going to look like for somebody? What are they going to encounter? Okay, well, the first thing they're going to uh, experience is a sea of blue. And let me explain what that <laughs> means. Uh, everyone who is uh, part of this church is going to be wearing a really bright blue shirt. And uh, so you just want to make sure that you guys know that those are our guys. Um, and, then, and then immediately you're going to see just a lot of bustling around, a lot of moving, a lot of uh, uh, talking a lot of interaction with uh, the rest of the people that uh, that'll be downtown but um, uh, and let me go ahead and just name a few of the different ministries or services that we provide the people there in san antonio uh, we have um, there'll be people cooking hamburgers there'll be people giving out waters and sodas there'll be uh, we have our even our, our team of doctors here at Malta, uh, Malta medical clinic and, who, and the entire nursing staff yes exactly right it's going to be there uh, we'll have people doing manicures and hairstyling and cutting hair and doing makeup. Uh, uh, clothes will be given out. Uh, by the way, this year we have a lot of clothes, a lot of new stuff, uh, book bags and coats and shoes. Uh, we'll have um, games for kids. It, it just it'll be teeming, teeming with uh, with people. Uh, really taking advantage of, of all these services uh, that, that we have for them. Uh, in fact, at the end of the uh, the event, we're going to go ahead and raffle about 40 or so uh, bra- almost brand new bicycles. Yeah, and when, when Juan uses the word raffle, uh, we just give tickets out. We don't charge anything sure, for the tickets. That, that's exactly but, right. But it's the only way we can kind of organize oh, giving a- the bikes away. Absolutely. You know, and, and uh, everything that we do at, uh, at Joy Jesus that is completely free, and this is something that Pastor Ryan has already mentioned, I'm sure, uh, in times past, but everything that we do is completely free. We give expecting nothing in return. We're not promoting our church. We're not promoting our pastor. We're not promoting any of the other ministries that we have here. Uh, this is We do this because we want uh, people to have to leave with a sense that they 
uh, and I mentioned this on Sunday, that they have been fed by Jesus, that they have been clothed by Jesus, that they have been touched, hugged, and kissed, and even uh, sung to by Jesus. Uh, so it, it's going to be it, it's going to be overwhelming. Really, it, it really is. If you've never been to a Calvary Chapel, uh, it, our, our event, Joy of Jesus, uh, it, it's going to be really, really overwhelming. You really won't know where to start, uh, <laughs> but it, it'll be it, it'll be an event that um, that will change your life if you allow God to change your heart. Really, you know, we, um, we I'm going to spend all my time in the massage ministry. <laughs> we've got we've got a massage ministry, That's right. face painting, uh, just more going on than than, than we can describe. Uh, you know, every year one we try to do something different. We try to add. Sure. Uh, we started with three or four ministries going on all those years ago. This is our nineteenth. Our nineteenth. Joy year. of Jesus, and um, um, we, we we people have great ideas. God's given us people with gifts, and and uh, so we we'll, we add things all the time. Uh, the, the the two things I want to talk about, the, the ministry that has always in the past meant so much to me mm. is the haircutting ministry yeah. because we serve a large portion of the homeless population down there. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the homeless population in San Antonio, uh, they love us. They know we're coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, they police themselves. It's they really, really great. Uh, but, but they'll be there. And a lot of those men and women only get their hair cut. Uh, when we're there. Yeah. Uh, last year we, we cut their hair and we did a makeover or something and, and this year we'll see them and, and they'll need it all over again. Um, but to see people change, just the, the human touch is so amazing. And when um, somebody's standing there getting their hair cut, people telling them how much God loves mm-hmm. them, it's it's amazing to watch the transformation physically and spiritually, it happens at the same time. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, there, I've seen people actually in tears uh, as they're getting their haircuts. And and again, it's that human touch, and it's the the, the words that are coming out of uh, you know the, the folks are our people. Uh, they're being spoken to by Jesus. They're being touched by Jesus, and uh, I am so 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 proud of them. Uh, this year, actually, speaking of uh, not changes, but something different, uh, we're actually going to have uh, a Veda Institute of uh, Cosmetology. And, um, uh, it, you know, cosmetology, hairdressing, and hairstyling. And uh, you, we had uh, two of our girls that went to that school, and uh, they, they came up to me and said, hey, what do you think about if we have, you know, uh, some of our folks uh, from, from our school, the school that we graduated from, come down and, and give a haircut and so we went and contacted the uh, the instructor the, the the person that leads heads over the uh, the school and they were all for it and so shell and i uh, about a week ago went uh, to their school and we went ahead and presented to a, over 50 students what we do at your jesus and the response was overwhelming um, so I'm th- I think that we're going to have a large, large portion of uh, the students there cutting hair and doing makeup and so forth and so on. Um, you know, that's a big deal because every year the longest line. That's right. The, the, the line it takes the longest to get through. I mean, we'll have a huge, long clothing line mm-hmm. and a huge, long food line. But but the, the hair cutting line, because it takes some time to cut hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we've got a limited number of people. Well, this year we could have... Uh, 40 or so people cutting exactly. hair and doing makeup and things <laughs> so people will get through that line a lot more quickly and sure. I, I think that's a blessing. Yeah, it really is. Um, w- one question, uh, one concern I guess that uh, some have, have uh, raised was, you know, you, you don't know if these people are, they're going to be serving alongside with us if they're g- Christians. And and th- that is true. You know, we really don't know that. But they need Jesus too. And because <laughs> I know, I know, we know our people uh, they're not going to waste any time in letting them know, those people giving the haircuts, how much the Lord loves them, too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to see what, the, what that's going to look like yeah. uh, Saturday. At the, at the end of the, at the, end of the, the day, uh, you give uh, an invitation, sure. a very, very quick Bible study, an invitation yeah. in English and in Spanish. That's right. Uh, and and people always give their hearts to Jesus. They do. Um, the response again. It's, it, I think it's just a really a, a mixture of all that they've experienced all day. It, I, again, it's really really overwhelming. Even for me, just walking around and watching uh, our people uh, from church uh, do what they do and with the love and the care and the gentleness. 
it, you know, that whole mixture of, of what they do. And then towards the end, listening, and by the way, you, I'm pretty sure that you're going to speak about uh, Jocelyn just a little bit, but listening to her story and then the invitation at the end, it just kind of culminates, yeah. you know. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's going to be, I'm super excited. We'll, we'll have our high school age kids doing uh, some drama. We'll have uh, all of our little kids are doing the Calvary Kids dancing. And, and, and it's really, really a great time. Now, you mentioned Jocelyn. Yes. Um, um, uh, talk a little bit about how that came about. We're doing something different this year. Uh, I, I said earlier we, we try to add something. Um, well, this year we we have a, a, a woman in our church, Jocelyn uh, Makasadia. Her name, uh, the name she's known by is Jocelyn Enriquez. <laughs> yeah. Um, she is um, uh, one of the lead singers on our Sunday worship team, and uh, her husband is our worship pastor. They've been on this radio program before. Um, but a lot of people don't know that she was a big-time pop star in the 90s, yeah. dance music and in movies and yeah. all kinds of things, and still has a big following. So how did it come about? What, what are we going to do? What's the concert going to look like? And Sure. So, so two weeks ago, I went ahead and hung out with them in Houston. They were doing a uh, 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 Hurricane Harvey relief concert, and Jocelyn always... Um, since she's been getting calls from from different places to you know to sing, she's always chosen the songs that she's going to sing, uh, including Christian songs. And not only that, but a a time where she can kind of give her story, how the Lord rescued her. And I this past week, and I saw that happening. It was just the the response from the people was just overwhelming. And so, uh, about a month ago or so, month two months ago. Uh, go by and Pastor Lane and I were talking about just the, the music sets that we would like to have on uh, on stage and he says something that I have been thinking about been praying about for a very long time for years actually and he says how about if we have Jocelyn and, uh, and the moment it came out of his mouth I said yes let's do that you know and Jocelyn and, you know we know Jocelyn she, she was terrified She's so uh, afraid of, of just misrepresenting the Lord. You know, one of those fears, you know, she knows how her life was before coming to Christ and how she was, uh, you know, uh, how she behaved in that sort of industry. And and she's like, man, I don't want to go back. And, and so um, so we spoke with her, and she, she also knew that this is something that she 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 had to do. And so, um, so we're actually going to give her sort of a center stage for her to actually uh, perform uh, her old songs, songs of her own cho- uh, choosing, but also she's going to sing uh, some Christian songs as well. Um, and I know that people are going to come and listen to her. Um, as as you mentioned, pops, you know she's she's come out out and she's come out in movies. Actually, her music has come out in movies. Uh, uh, 101 Dalmatians, Not at the Roxbury, I think even Studio 54. Though, you know, and, and I, t- you know, I mentioned those things, and, and Jocelyn cringes, you know, because she doesn't. Yeah. There's a great scene in the movie yeah. Studio 54 where she comes down, sort of on the the disco ball yeah. in the middle of of the the nightclub there. Yeah. And and uh, you know, everybody who was into dance music um, has heard her music. Yeah, it, it really. And uh, she cringes. She she hates looking back at the, her old life, but. Um, but there are people that, like you said, that are they're following her. They they want to see her, and so we have people from Houston, from Dallas, even from California that are going to come down uh, to watch her perform. But they have no idea what they have no idea what they're going to come across when they get here. You know, Jocelyn, and, and we we this is a, a late stage planning thing. Yeah. So uh, it, it, we we just started about a month ago adding this part to it. Uh, and and we don't know what to expect. Yeah. We really don't know what to expect. But uh, Jocelyn is a Filipina, mm-hmm. and she is sort of a Philippine icon. Yeah. And um, um, people are coming from the Filipino community from all over Texas. And yeah. you mentioned California as mm-hmm. well. Uh, that's what they did in Houston for the hurricane relief benefit right. that she was doing. Uh, but she's she's performing in San Francisco uh, next month, and she uh, performed at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles yeah. uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, but but it's always now 
this voice is for Jesus. That's exactly right. And uh, you know what? She has a lot of unsaved fans. Yes. And we'd like to make them save fans, so we <laughs> thought, why not? Exactly. That's exactly right. You know, the, the particular people that used to listen to her music, um, you know, Hispanics, Asian, all different types, and, but uh, people are my age, you know, 40s, 30s, you know, early 50s. Bragger. <laughs> and you know and, and not only that but um, um, p- people who uh, homosexuals they really uh, they they really uh, listen to her music her music was really popular with that particular demographic of people and so I'm expecting all kinds of people to be in that part and um, and, and our people are just so ready to pour out God's love on, on the people that are going to show up in Travis Bar I, I, I just can't Wait, I really can't wait for that to happen. And and I told I said we we've, we've been blessed with a lot of talented people. Yeah. Uh, we've got another pastor, Pastor Nelly, and his That's wife right. Michi. That's right. Uh, who are also going to perform? Yes, uh, they are extremely talented. They 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 are uh, two shy, very very shy people as well. But they, God has given them the 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 ability, the skills, and the talent to um, to 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 do hip hop music. And they're really, really, really good at it. They're, in fact, uh, uh, Pastor Nelly, again, who is our youth pastor, uh, most of our kids have no idea that he can do this. And that is going to be amazing to just see the youth just watching Pastor Nelly out there. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be out there when he's doing it with, with my hat on sideways. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, and, uh, and Michi, they, they both recorded. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, their own music, so they, yeah. uh, th- they're going to be out performing. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm super excited. They're very all of them are nervous because this is really way out of their comfort zone. They thought that they had put this in the path, but God is bringing these things back up because I really believe we really believe that God is going to use it to do some really neat things. So, so details on Joy of Jesus. So Joy of Jesus, October the twenty eighth. That is a Saturday. Uh, at Travis Park, uh, we will. The event will start from 11 to 3 o'clock. Uh, I will be there at from 6 to 6 just to help set up and tear down. <laughs> so if you'd like to join me uh, early in the morning before dawn, you are more than welcome to do that. Again, that's Travis Park, October the 28th on a Saturday. Uh, super excited to continue to pray that God will uh, provide and that God will do something amazing, not only of the people who will be served, but also those who are going to be serving. You said somebody felt like the Lord is moving on their heart to buy us about 1,200 hamburgers. Yeah. Hope that happens. I hope that happens. (laughs) (laughs) 340-9585. If you have any questions for me or for Pastor Juan, um, 340-9585 for your questions and calls. one, there's uh, the the sea of blue you talked about. Mm-hmm. That's one way you'll be able to identify uh, who's there. Uh, if anybody from the listening audience wants to come meet Pastor Juan or they want to meet me, um, just find anybody in a blue shirt and That's they'll right. be able to, to, to locate us. Uh, we have a children's uh, security, a very, very secure children's area uh, where there's going to be games and, and the kids don't ever want to leave when, when they get in there. It's so much fun. And when I say it's very, very secure, it's a fenced-in area that we put up, and we have security inside that fenced area and outside that fenced area, so your kids will be safe. And the real beauty about that is, while the kids are in there having a blast, you can be out sharing Jesus with people, you can be out serving, and um, um, again, you you don't want to miss Joy of Jesus this coming Saturday, October the 28th from 11 o'clock until 3 o'clock at Travis Park. Pastor Juan, let me give you a question. Yes. Okay. Here is a question that we got from... I'm trying to find the hardest one. (laughs) Please don't. This is from our email inbox from Nicole. Uh, Pastor Juan, I have a friend who's a professing atheist who, in discussing God, asked me these questions. To God, here's a question to God. Who can hear you and communicate with you are the Catholics correct in saying that only their priests can communicate with you? Why is this to ensure the hierarchy and security of the Catholic Church, or can anyone communicate with you as most of the other religions believe? Jesus narrowed it down to himself. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Uh, 
Jesus narrowed it down again to himself. There is a. It's not a. It's not a position of authority or a position of. Uh, um, you know, other than the position that you have in Christ, we are all created in God's image. We all cre- we are His creatures. We are His creation. But that doesn't mean that we are all His children. It's only those who belong to Jesus that uh, can have this communication, can have relationship, uh, not religion. You know, in this, um, in, in this city, San Antonio, it's predominantly Catholic. And uh, there's a story in the Bible, in John chapter 3, where uh, Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night, and he comes and he praises Jesus. He says, you know, we know that you're a man come from God, and we know that the things that uh, that you do, uh, you know, uh, it can only be done if he comes from God. And Jesus dismissing that per- that particular praise goes directly to the root of the matter. You see, Nic- Nicodemus had an issue. And the issue he had is that he wasn't certain about his relationship with God. And Jesus told him, he was most assuredly, and I can imagine Jesus just looking at him straight into his eyes, into his soul, and saying, most assuredly I say unto you, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And interestingly enough, uh, uh, Nicodemus did not say, hey, hold on a second, I, I, I just came here to praise you. He's like, what are you talking about? He, he's been, you know, Nicodemus immediately knew that he had been had. He had been found out. And so, again, to your question, um, it's anyone. Jesus said, come unto me, you who labor in a heavy lane, and I will give you rest. He invites you. He invites all of us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You and I uh, have a relationship with Jesus. And if you have a relationship with Jesus, you can communicate with him uh, 24-7. You have access to him. Uh, you don't have limited access. You have all access through His Son Jesus Christ. I don't know if that I've answered the question. Okay, <laughs> commend you for talking to your friends. Um, you know, I find that professing atheists who ask questions about God aren't really atheists at all. No, they're just lost, hurting people, and they yeah. know, like Nicodemus, that there's a hole in sure. his heart, or like the rich young ruler who would come later, and and uh, he would also say, "We know that that you're from from God." But what am I lacking? What am I missing? Exactly. Uh, and so answer their questions. Now, uh, one way that you can speak to her is, is uh, as Pastor Juan mentioned, there's one mediator between man and God, the man Christ Jesus. So through Christ, but only through Christ, can we communicate with God. And the reason is simple. It's not that, that God is insulated or that Jesus is picky. It's because sin separates us from God. Mm. And you can look into your professing faith, professing atheists' eyes, and you could say, that's why you can't hear from God. That's why you have these questions, because there's sin in your life that God died to take away, and the minute you ask Him to take those sins away, then your access to God opens. So the only people that can really be heard by God, the only people that can approach God, because God is a consuming fire of holiness, are those who have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then you can say this. Now, if you are an unbeliever, as you say you are, then here's one prayer that God can hear from you right now. The only prayer God can hear from an unbeliever is this one. Lord, save me (laughs) or help. That's exactly what I said when I was sitting in that toilet pole (laughs) in my upstairs bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's no hierarchy. There's no special privileges. Jesus instantly, when you ask him into your heart, he he gives you um, the full rights of sons and daughters of God. Mm -hmm. We're sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now, to to the second question, Nicole, that she asked about are Catholics correct in saying that only their priests can communicate with you, that is patently false. And that's a message that we need to carry to people. And a lot of these professing atheists have come from Catholic backgrounds, and they've they've been ruined by it. So uh, what we got to understand is, except a man be born again, except a woman be born again, 
he or she can in no way inherit the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, one, was the most religious man in Israel. He was. He was Israel's preeminent teacher. teacher. He was wealthy. Jews in Jesus' day believed that wealth was a sign of God's blessing. He was famous. People looked up to him. And yet he knew there was still something missing. And of course, we know Nicodemus became a believer. So it's not just a certain group of people. Um, Catholic priests, unless they're born again, have no foundation from which to communicate with God. It's not through the Eucharist. It's not through the Mass. It's not through um, crossing themselves or through holy water. uh, It's not through the incense. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And religion, Nicole, tell your friend, never gets you anywhere. And because so many people have a bad taste in their mouths and hearts for religion, you can say, so too does Jesus. His harshest words were for the religious hypocrites. But Jesus, if you'll check him out, he was real, no doubt. He lived, no doubt. He died, overwhelming evidence. He didn't stay dead, proving that he was in fact who he said he was and he claimed to be God. That's the way to access the throne room of heaven. And then pray for her, Nicole. Pray for her all the time. We can communicate with God simply through Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. Well, we don't have time for any more phone calls. I won't give you any more um, phone numbers. Uh, Pastor Juan, we got one minute. Give us the details on Joy of Jesus one more time. Okay, so... Again, uh, this coming up Saturday, October the 28th, uh, we will hold our 19th Joy of Jesus uh, outreach at Travis Park. Uh, Please be there. You don't want to miss this. Uh, This is an all-day thing. The event starts from 11 uh, to 3 p.m., but I'm going to be there all day from (laughs) 6 to 6. So if you'd like to join us there, you're more than welcome. Concert with Jocelyn Enriquez, Nakasaya. Uh, Nelly and Michelle, Pastor and Michelle, 35 ministries ready to serve. You will be blown away. We'd love to meet you. I'd love to meet you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Lord willing, I'll be back on this microphone tomorrow at 4 o'clock. In the meantime, tell somebody Jesus loves them. See you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.